Hi, this is New Life North Metro's Home is Live podcast. We want to passionately welcome and thank you for joining us today. We're glad you are here. Listen and be blessed by the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you, Father, for your word. For your goodness, Lord God, your grace, your mercy. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you will speak through me, Father God, and I'd be able to convey your message clearly, Father. Thank you, Lord God, that each and every one of us would have a heart that is open and a mind that would understand. Thank you, Lord God, that you will nourish our spirit, our soul, and our bodies. Thank you, Lord, that your desire for us is to be healthy, Father God. And in that, it encompasses all three, Father. We love you, Father God, and we honor you today in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen and amen. And so last week, we have been talking about testimony, right? And I've been thinking, actually, we spoke about testimony like last year. If you remember the video on, on Easter, what's your story, right? Like how he changed you, what's your resurrection story, and actually, we can never get enough of stories because until we live, we will be filled with different kinds of stories. You will always have a story. It's just built with different chapters. So your life is his story. And that is true. Now, when we talk about testimony, it's actually a person's account of something. Have you ever seen a trial case? Yung sa mga husgado, hindi po ba? Ano, or like in a, in a case, ang gagawin nila, the attorney or the lawyers would actually ask, ano yung testimony mo? Now, we do not want to be in that position, but sometimes when we are asked by our parents, what's your testimony? Ano yung story mo? A story is actually a testimony. Because it's your personal account of something. Clear po ba? Are you still here? Okay, good. Baka naglalakad na kayo with, your, with the mirror, no? So a testimony is your account of something, meaning your personal account. Normally, a person gets asked about their testimony about something. Amen? Now, another way of looking at testimony is a proof of existence of something. So meaning, okay, um, my taking care of Judah is a testament that I love him as a parent. Okay? So that also is a testimony. It's a proof. So kunwari, um, if, why do I keep going back to giving a ring for marriage, my gosh. Well, okay, but so let's say a, 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 a guy would give a girl a ring. The ring is a testament of his loyalty to the woman. So that's like a proof. Clear po ba? So a testimony is a story and a proof. Tama po ba? So are we all in agreement with that? Now, a testimony can happen in the good. Pastor Etz was saying something last week that your being able to withstand 
um, what do you call this? Temptations, you being able to do good things is actually a testimony in itself. How many among you know that it's hard to say no to temptation? Parang ako lang. Ulitin ko. When you're supposed to fast, alam mo yun, yung parang, kaya sabi ko I don't say anything about what my preaching is or I don't say anything about how I feel before I preach kasi talagang something yan eh. I would, so this morning, I, so last night, I said, okay, I'm gonna do the fast, my fast, kasi we, do, we actually do intermittent fasting, so we don't eat until 1 or 12. But, like, I think two days, I broke the fast in, yung parang the, the hour that I shouldn't be breaking it, so I said, okay, I'm gonna go back and doing it tomorrow. But then, ang sakit ng puson ko. So I, I thought of taking medicine, right? As I normally do. And then, but I said, it will break my fast. And then I see the champurado downstairs. And it's so yummy. Ang bango-bango niya. Diba? So parang, temptation. Tapos, when I go inside, the, ano, the area here, may pandesal with kape. Ano ba naman? Ang temptation. You know, temptation comes in different ways in ways you do not expect it. And that's true, ha? Huh? Temptations can be as easy as something and can be as hard as something. But to the person who is being tempted, diba? that's hard for them. So, number two, pagkain, pandesal lang, tempted na. Sa akin, hard yun. So, don't judge someone's temptation. Right? Because they also, we, also, we all go through different struggles in life. But anyway, that's beside the point. But that testimony can happen in the good when you're able to withstand temptations. A testimony can also happen when something bad goes on. Why? Because God can turn it around for you. Now, God doesn't bring bad things in your life. James is very clear. It, hap- it rains on the just and the unjust. Meaning, because we live in this world, we can expect bad things. We, bad things can happen. The difference is when you are with Christ, you know that he can turn things around for his glory. Was that clear? That God will not partner with evil to prove that he is good. So your testimony can happen in your ability to withstand temptation or bad things through His grace and mercy and in bad things wherein God can turn things around. Testimonies can happen in them. So if you're thinking that you don't have a testimony, actually you do. In the good and in the bad, his goodness will prevail. And that is his testimony in your life. Clear? All right. Now, thing is, we're talking about testimony or the product already. Tama po ba? Testimony is a story. 
Can you think of a testimony in your life now? Kahit, sige nga, in top of your mind. Anyone who has thought about a testimony in their life? Kahit isa lang. Wala, pakiraise ang hand kung meron. Okay lang, don't worry, I won't call you. Okay, isa pa, I'll give you a chance, ha? Okay, para medyo mabuhay-buhayan tayo, okay? Okay, one, I will ask you, can you think of a testimony in your life? Raise your hand. Okay, perfect. So that means at one, meron pa na hindi nagtaas. Ibig sabihin, wala kayong testimony. Wala kayong story, ha? Okay, isa pa, ha? Hindi ako content, sorry. Is there anyone here who has a testimony in their life? Okay, good. So at least 90% of you have a testimony. That's a good number. Testimonies, where do they come from? You gotta have hope for something to have a testimony. Hindi huba. Your testimony, for example, is after being heartbroken for a while, God sent you, God gave you a good relationship. In my case, that's my testimony. My mom was never married. I never knew a dad. I'm a single child with a single mom. That's why I carry my mom's surname. Carried my mom's surname. And I've always thought I will never get married. I will never have a child. I will never have my own family. And being in a relationship with my husband now is a testimony. But if I didn't hope to have a family of my own, there will be no testimony. Hindi huba. If you would say, your testimony is being free from debt. If you never hope that at one point or another, you will be free from debt, there is no room for your testimony. What are you hoping for today? Because your hope gives room for a testimony to happen. What are you hoping for today? All our testimonies came from the seed that is hope. Hope, what is hope? It is to trust in, wait for, look for, or desire, desire something or someone or to expect something beneficial in the future. That's the definition of hope. Now, that's why it's very important, even with a tinge of hope, it can carry a person through. There's, there are movies upon movies, don't lose hope. Even a small 
tinge of hope. Because hope carries people. Pag-asa carries people. A lot of people that I spoke with when I would do phone counseling is the hope is the one that slowly disappears or dissipates. Wala na akong pag-asa. Thing is, when we lose hope, we also can lose the opportunity to have a testimony. It goes hand in hand. So what are you hoping for today? Thing is, we have to understand what hope is. And hope actually came from the Hebrew word yakhal. And it means wait for. If you would read the Bible, it's filled with stories upon stories of Israel waiting for God showing up or God's work in their lives. So it would really focus on waiting for. Another meaning or where another term wherein hope is derived from is Kava, Q-A-V-A-H. And it is actually derived from the word kav, which is three strings. And then when you pull the string, there's a tension. Sino po yung gumagamit dito ng rubber band? When you pull a string or pull a rubber band, may tension po yan. Nakagamit na po ba kayo ng rubber band? Okay. Yung po yung rubber band, yung po yung pinating itali sa buhok. Ipang ipit sa pinamili mong itlog na mahal ngayon. ba? O ano pa ba? O yung pang tira. ba? Ganyan, titira mo yun. ba? O gagawin mong star. ba? My gosh, I don't know. It shows my age. Kasi that's what we do with the rubber band. Yeah? But actually, the word kava or the feeling of tension appeared 27 times in the Greek Old Testament. So what is hope? Hope is when you wait for something even in times wherein there is tension. Sometimes we look at hope as we hope and then it's going to be good. But actually hope is also when you hope and remain with your hope even in times when there is tension. It's easy to hope when all things are good. Example, and I will use the example this morning. When God, when I called Martin, if he was all, if I prepared him for this morning, it would have been easier for him to come. Kasi he's prepared. Or Dennis asked me this morning, what are you going to preach on? So we will be prepared. Unfortunately, I don't roll that way. You always have to be prepared. It's even in our lives. We always have to be prepared. Now, Sometimes it's so easy for us to hope into something when everything is easy. I will buy a house because I have like this in the bank. I will 
um, I think I am ready to do this because I have like this, like this, like this. I think I will do this because I already have like this, like this, like this, and my plans are all 1 to 10 perfect. But can you not have hope even if you are in the worst of situations? Can you only hope when the times are good? Or can we not hope also when the times are bad? Because again, hope is not based on you. Biblical hope is actually not focused on the circumstance, but focused on the person who will make your hopes come true? Ulitin ko. Hope for normal meaning is putting it on someone, something tangible that you know. But actually, the true meaning of hope is waiting on for something even through tension and putting your hope to someone who can make your hopes come to pass. That's why I showed you the mirror. That's why I told you it was supposed to be a part of my message. Why? Because if you look at what God has done in your life, that can support your hope. Are you there? What can support your hope? Not what you see, not your situation, not even people. Do not put your hope on people. Do not put your hope in tangible things. Put your hope in the one who can make your hopes come true. And how do you see him? Through the works that he has done in your life. Because you will not personally see God. Now? Hmm. Pag nakita niyo si God ngayon, medyo parang... Hmm. But you can see God's work through His work in your life. When you start focusing on what He has done to you, your, your life, His story following you. Biblical hope is not about optimism. What is optimism? You rely on your emotions towards something. I am optimistic that something can happen. But that mostly is based upon your emotions for that given point in time. Alam niyo po ba yung optimistic? Parang ganadong ganado ako. But sometimes your gana can be dependent on how you feel. Pag wala kang feels or hindi mo siya feel, you don't have gana to get up in the morning. You don't have gana to read the Bible. If you, if you don't see something that you have been expecting God to do, ayoko na. Pagal ni God eh. Wala na akong gana. That's optimism. 
And optimism is based on your emotions. But biblical hope is based on the one. It's based on the who. Now, question. Do you know God? There are different instances that God showed hope in the Old and the New Testament. He showed it when he turned things around. Let's say in Exodus, right? They were captives or they were Israelites were in Egypt. They were captives and then he turned things around and he freed them. He freed his people. He would deliver people from enemies. Psalms is full of when God delivered or when David would sing psalms to the Lord for God to deliver him. There are also a lot of stories where people recover from illness. There's also a lot of stories wherein God preserved people. But do you actually know God? Kasi it's very hard to put your hope into someone if you do not know the person you're putting hope onto. When someone makes you a promise, do you believe it right away? Yes, no. Depende kapag narinig niya ako. Pero pag hindi niya ako narinig, sige, sabihin ko hindi. It depends to who made the promise, correct? If the person who made the promise, you know for a fact, would fulfill his word or her word, then it's going to be easier for you to fulfill it. Ay, for you to believe the person. Right? But if the person who gave the promise is not very reliable, then you will, okay, sige, show me muna until I believe you. Tama po ba? So that's the question. When it comes to hope, do you know the one who can make your hopes come to pass? Because if you do not know the person, the one who has given you his stories in your life, it's going to be easier. It's not going to be easy for us to hope and keep our hope. Did you know that God has great plans for you? Jeremiah 29.11 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. This is paulit-ulit, but actually we have to be paulit-ulit with this verse. Because at times, when times get difficult, we don't understand the plan of God. And plans are never meant to be understood when you first look at it. Even the plano of a house. You have to look at the elements. God will unfold these plans to you. But you gotta know that God has a plan for you. If you are believing God for something, if you're hoping for something, and you're putting your hope on God, then you gotta know that He has good plans for you. Because if you are hoping for something and believing God will fulfill it, yet you do not know God, then sayang. 
If I promise you I will give you a car, yet you do not know me, capable ba siya? Pwede ba siya? Mabait ba siya? Oo ba? Ano ba siya? Generous ba siya? Then you will doubt the promise. You will lose hope. But if you know that God has a plan for you, your hope and the promise for that to happen can actually happen because you know that God wants the best for you. Clear po ba? God can give you joy and peace. Joy and peace are different from happiness. Romans 15:13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. It's joy and peace can actually happen even in the midst of situations. You may not feel happy at that time, yet you have a peace in your heart. Ulitin ko, there are a lot of times that can cause us to lose our happiness. We may not always be perky and happy and laughing. Kung tumatawa ka every time, medyo may something wrong. Hi, hi, yes! <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Kakapagod din yun, ha? Hmm. Diba? And it's hard naman to laugh when let's say, like when my mom passed away, it's very hard naman to laugh, no? <laughs> Mommy, natutulog ka lang eh. I mean, that's hard. If you're going through illness, you cannot just laugh at your illness. You can cry. It's not all the time we would feel a certain emotion, but we can always have joy and peace. Now, how do you have joy and peace when you trust in Him? Why? How can I have joy and peace in a stressful or very hard situation? In the trust that you give God, knowing that at one point or another, He's gonna come through for you. So that you may overflow with hope. By how? By the power of the Holy Spirit. You cannot overflow with hope on your own. We cannot overflow with hope on our own. That's why He has given us the helper when Jesus ascended to heaven. Remember? We cannot sustain hope if we do not trust in Him and if we do not know who we trust. It will be hilaw. Or you will stop in the middle of the battle. I was watching Limitless. And that's bad when I watch series. And the series is already up, like the entire season. Because I have the tendency to next, 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 2 o'clock na. Next, 3 o'clock. Next, 4 Ay, next. Konti lang, kung pang araw. Next. Tapos na. Ay, tas alarm na yung 7. Diba? Medyo masama eh. But, yeah. And, and I noticed in the, in Limitless is like, this is a series by Chris Hemsworth. Si Thor. Yeah, yung, di nyo kalala si Thor. This is something, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he's not past Thor. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're here! Hi! 
Yeah, so that's pastor. <laughs> no, so he's, yeah. <laughs> so it's a series by, it's, it's parang testing the limits of a person. But I noticed in every, in every challenge, he would stop in the middle. Like he was supposed to swim like 150 meters going towards a buoy, yung lumulutang-lutang, but in the middle of the Arctic Ocean, yung sobrang lamig. But in the middle, he would stop. So in every challenge, he would stop in the middle. The thing is, there would always be a coach with him. Come on, come on, kaya mo yan. English, di ba? Ano ba so, come on, you can do it. Swim, you have to breathe. There is someone always rooting for him. And think of that as the Holy Spirit. Actually, when we have our hope into something, if we do it alone, if we try to get from here to there, we will stop in the middle for sure. Whether it be in the middle or in the three-fourths, we will stop at one point or another. There would, but there would be a Holy Spirit who would always, come on, come on. Diba? There's also a cloud of witnesses who would always pray for us, who would, who would look at us, making sure that we complete our race because we need it. Even in the midst of trials, Romans 12, 12, we can rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer. That's Romans 12, 12. In tribulation, that's like the challenge. That's just like swimming from here to 150 meter far buoy in the middle of the Arctic. I don't know what your tribulation is. We have different tribulations. Like what I said, no one really knows what goes through a person. It's only you and God. But the good thing is the one who truly knows is the one who can help you. The thing is, we have to know and hold on to the hope. And that is not a person you see, but the person who can actually help you, and that is God. Put our hope in Him. And we can be patient through the tribulation. How? When we pray. And when, how do we pray? Lord, I know you and you have good plans for me. And you said that your will be done here. Therefore, I know that at one point, you will get me out of this. That is my hope, and I hope in you. Prayers don't need to be complicated, guys. You got to know who you're praying to. Stop exerting so much effort in your prayer. Because actually, God did it already for you through Jesus Christ. He can renew your strength. God is the one who renews your strength. Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Not ordinary strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. And you know how strong eagles are? They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God can make you strong. And it's not just physical strength. Actually, 
Yeah, our bodies are equipped with what we need, and that's true. But not only has He equipped us in our bodies, He can also equip you in our minds, in your soul, in your spirit. God can make you strong. God can make you strong. That's why do not belittle what He can do through you. I'm so weak kasi I cannot, I cannot say no to that temptation because I am weak. No, you are strong in Jesus' name. You have the Spirit who can tell you no, 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 and you just gonna hear Him and follow Him. Sometimes when we feel that we're in the middle of trouble, what is it? We have the fight or flight. Sino po dito yung nagkaroon ng emergency, biglang ang lakas-lakas niya? Have you ever had that? Like, have you ever had an emergency in your life? And then for some reason, parang ang lakas-lakas mo. After nun, pagod pagod ka na. That's your fight or flight. Basically, there's a there's something that goes inside your body that makes you strong so you'll be able to adapt or cope or survive that situation. But who put that in you? He can make you strong. He can heal you. He can make sure that what you need to do here will be fulfilled. Now, I'm not saying you will live forever. We will not live forever. But He can make sure that what we need to fulfill here on earth gets fulfilled. Baka sabihin nyo, paano po yung namamatay? Because death is but a natural thing. It, is, it does happen. Death happens. But while we are here and while we are walking God's will, He can make sure that what we need to do, we accomplish and He will give us the strength and the grace and the mercy to complete them. And lastly, He can cause us to walk on water. I love this verse. Why? Because has anyone walked on water? For real, huh? Not with those. Matthew 14, 23-33 And after He had dismissed the multitudes... He went up into the hills by himself to pray. And this was Jesus. When it was evening, he was still there alone. But the boat was by this time out on the sea, many furlong, or a furlong is a one-eighth of a mile, distant from the land. I'm reading from the Amplified. Beaten and tossed by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch, between 3 to 6 a.m. of the night, Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. Parang mahirap naman yan, no? Parang ang dilim-dilim, tapos biglang mayroong maglalakad. Have you ever seen the sea at night? It's dark, right? And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It's a ghost! Baka ako rin naman, syempre, kayo ba? Don't judge the disciples, right? I mean, ah! And they screamed out with fright. But instantly, he spoke to them. God will not make you scared of his presence. If it's God, he will not give a scary feeling to you. Okay? Just wanted to let you know. 
Take courage. I am. And stop being afraid. This is what I love. His answer. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, kung ikaw talaga yan, Lord. So I was, I'm gonna ask you also, in your situation, are you gonna say, if it's really you, Lord, because you can declare that in your situation. God told you to do something. God told you to buy a house. If it's really you, Lord, when God told us to move to Chinoma, oh my goodness, the bank account will not say yes to it. Kahit anong Excel ko. You know, I'm not very good with math, but when it comes to money, pwede. Kahit anong currency yan. Umagaling ako dyan. Kansan lang. Pero yung mga algorithm... Algebra. Pastor Ed? <laughs> Teach Judah. Not me. But you can, if let's say God, to, when God told us to move to Chinoma, it really did not make sense. What we had in the savings was the rent in Chinoma. Let alone the salary of the staff. But we said, if it's really you, Lord... So I challenge you today, if God tells you to do something in your life, you say, if it's really you, Lord, what did Peter say? If it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And what did Jesus say? Come. He didn't say, in the name of the ganyan, you go on the water, you tread with your feet. No, he just said, come. Because that's how powerful Jesus is. He doesn't have to do a whole spectacle because he's already in himself powerful. When he says to your situation, go, come, stand up, do it, it can. If you know that it's Jesus. Because that's what's matter. That is what really matters. If you know that it's Jesus. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and he came toward Jesus. So has anyone among you walked on water? I don't think so. That's why I love this story because even if after all everything that Peter did, he still walked on water. When do you want to see things in your life happen just because you said, if it's really you, Jesus, cause me to walk on water. Because walking on water means doing the impossible. Experiencing the impossible. And God's into those things. He will never cause you to do something that is of the ordinary. That's not hope. If you hope for something ordinary, give God the man some credit. If you're hoping for something that you know you can do, give God, know the man who God is. 
You gotta make room for God to make your homes, your hopes into a testimony. Make room for God to make your hopes come true. But how do you make room for God to do what you are hoping for if you would spend time with Him? Because when we spend time with God, He will cause our spirit, our soul, and our bodies to be healthy. Bakit healthy ulit? Because if your spirit and your soul and your bodies are not healthy, we may not be able to fully enjoy what God has in front of us. Before we even get to the testimony, we gotta have hope. The question is, who are we hoping for? If we don't know who the God is, we are hoping to do what we are hoping to get to do, we'll miss it. But we gotta have a strong spirit, a strong soul, and a strong body. Now, I'm not talking about just physical strength. Or you being strong all the time. Because again, like what I said, things can happen to the good and the bad. But what do we mean? Whenever things like this happen, we rely on the one who will give us, who will see us through. And that's the Holy Spirit. He can make our spirit strong. How? Luke 10, 38 to 42. Sometimes we're just so busy we don't give attention to the strength of our spirit. You have, we, have, we have to spend time with God. If we're so busy, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came up to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. He had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. And she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Tulungan naman niya ako. Ano ba naman yan? Upo ka ng upo dyan eh. Have you ever said that? Pray ka ng pray. Hindi mo ko tulungan dito. But sometimes you need to pray. Respect other people's alone time also. Or encourage someone to have an alone time with God. Encourage yourself. Discipline yourself to have an alone time with God. Even me, I have to discipline myself to have an alone time with God. Sometimes when we have an alone time with God or we want to get into an alone time with God, that's the time your phone will... Lahat ng email, text, teams. That's the thing. But you have to have the discipline to do that. 
Martha, Martha, the Lord said, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Mary's time with Jesus cannot be taken away from her. Your time of worship cannot be taken away from you. Your cooking and your washing the dishes can be done by other people. But your time to spend with God and the revelation He can make through that quick of a time to the moment that you spend with God, no one can take that away from you. You will carry that with you. And that can be what you can hold on to when you need hope. Spend time with God. Make your spirits healthy. Because however God manifests in you, the dreams that He puts in you, the Word that He sticks with your mind, the way He makes you feel, the presence of the Holy Spirit when you worship, the warmth, the tear, the cry that you make whenever you spend time with Jesus is irreplaceable. Things that you can do can be done by others and you can do it another time. Do not neglect your opportunity to spend time with God. He's not asking for seven days and 24 hours a day. He's only asking for your time, whatever you apportion to Him, whatever you make room for Him, actually. Let us make room for God to show up. Because however, whenever He shows up, miracles can happen in your life. Whenever God shows up, that is what you need to keep your hope. How can you pray for hope wherein you do not make room for Him? We pray for testimonies. How can we have a testimony when we're hopeless? But how can we hope if we don't know the one who gives us hope? And the one who can sustain our hopes. In Psalms 119, I will praise and give thanks to you. 119.7 With uprightness of heart, when I learn... By sanctified experiences, your righteous judgment, your decisions against and punishments for particular lines of thought and conduct. I will keep your statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. How shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed and keeping watch according to your word, conforming his life to it. With my whole heart, I have sought you, inquiring for you and of you, and yearning for you. Oh, let me not wander or step aside from your commandments. Your word I have laid up in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. How can we make our soul and our emotions strong? As not to succumb with hatred or 
sudden bursts of emotions. If we do not spend our time with the Word, we want to control. You know, for, the, for a time, I was struggling with my sudden burst of emotions. I would really get mad. But then God told me, read, you read, you read, you read. And to be honest, I believe I am to a certain degree better. I am not where I used to be. I'm not yet there, but I'm not where I used to be. Because my anger before was just something else. But now, I thank you, Lord. And it's not done by my words that I speak to myself. It's His Word speaking to my life. We can speak a thousand sentences and words to our lives, but if it comes from man, that's futile. That's not going to sustain us. But the Word of God can heal our souls. The Word of God can cause us to forgive. The Word of God can cause us to have joy. The Word of God can cause us to be happy where we are. The Word of God can cause us to have hope. Because again, without the Word of God, we will not keep our hope. And there's no testimony. Spend time with the Word of God. You, through your commandments in Psalm 119.98, make me wiser than my enemies, for your words are ever before me. I have better understa understanding and deeper insight than all my teachers because your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged because I keep your precepts. I hear them, I receive them, I love them, and I obey them. They have restrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep your word. I have not turned aside from your ordinances, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word is not just for the spirit. It's not just for the soul, but it's also for our bodies. He can protect us. He can give us wisdom what to do. He can give us wisdom what to avoid, what to eat, what to not eat, what to drink and not drink, what to splurge on and not splurge on. But how do we gain wisdom if we do not spend time with God. We have the option to have many testimonies. How lovely would it be that when we walk, we would see God and His stories following us. But testimonies happen when we hope. And when we know who we are hoping on to.
and that is God. I pray that we all know him for who he is. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that this morning, everyone who hears my voice, show yourself to them, Father God, through your word. through your touch, through the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord God, that we have testimonies upon testimonies of your goodness, and they follow us through our days. But I know, Father God, that there is more. There is more to what you can give us there is more to what you can show us. There are more people that we can touch. There are more things that you want us to do. Things that you want to show us, Father God. And our hope is in you, Father. Our hope is not in people and what they can do. But who you are, Father God. Who you are. Help me to know you more. Help me to know you better. Let there be no shadow of a doubt of who you are in my life. Help me make time for you. Help me make room for you, Father God. As I make room for you, Lord God, to manifest in my life, you will cause my spirit to be strong, my soul to be strong, and my body to be strong. That I may walk out and walk into wherever you have called me to do. I thank you, Lord God, that your will is for me to have the best in this life here on earth. Help me not to lose hope, Father God. And I know I won't if I spend time with you. Thank you, Father, that when I spend time with you, you will not disappoint. You will show up just as when Peter said, Is it you, Lord? You will say to each and every one of us, Come. 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 And you will cause us to walk on water. You are into the impossibilities, Father God. And we know it will be possible because that's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We hope you enjoyed and learned from today's message. Share it with your friends and family. Connect with us through Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Welcome home.